Bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving and, and a wonderful time with your family and friends and, and your spouse. And I, I just want to say this little quick story that after Thanksgiving, one of my friends and neighbors stopped by the house and uh, he just said to me, oh my God, Simon, I've, I've had enough. So what do you mean? Too much food, too much talk, too much of everything. I need some time alone. I need to stop by and play ping pong. So the guy stops by. And then he asked me just this simple question. He said, you know, do you think what we need the most is interacting with our partner, really, just like that? Or, you know, silence is good sometimes. And I said, both is necessary. I think for a healthy relationship, you have to be able to handle the silence and the talk, not just one or the other, because we need both. We all need times on our own, and we all need to be staying connected to the one we love. So that was my little advice for my dear friend and neighbor back there. Um, you calls are next, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. Even late at night like now, we need to warm up the night, a love story. Do you have one? Call me now. Rhys, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonsoir. You, you said you had a love story or a romantic story to share with us tonight. It's so sweet to me. I don't know if it would, you know, be as romantic to everyone, but I was dating this man for a while who was so lovely, and he, he was different than most men. He, he just was very gentlemanly. His mother raised him very, very well, and he knew that I was very fond of a certain fruit, that I loved mangoes, which okay. at this time of year was completely impossible to find. Um, they didn't grow where I live, and they were nowhere to be found. And I woke up one morning, and I was by myself this particular morning, and at my front door was a crate full of mangoes sent from, I think, South America. Wow. The most unbelievable, delicious, juicy. Uh, it must have cost him a fortune simply because they were nowhere oh. to be found. And that was just so, I just like broke down and I, I called him and he was laughing. He said, you know, I want to give you everything you want. If there's something you want, I want you to have it. And that was that, really, really that, very, very romantic and wonderful. Uh, and he was a wonderful guy. I agree. Listen, it just you know, it's the philosophy of this to show the rendezvous. You know, it's like do good to feel good, and no love without proof of love. And so, what he did for you, that basket of fresh mango from South America. Hey, listen, you know, it's inspiring. I might use that myself later on in a relationship, and if I hear that, I will remember that story. No, it's inspiring what so many stories I've heard and so many people do just in the name of love or romance. And I'm glad you shared that story with us on The Rendezvous tonight, Reese. Thank you so much for sharing that romantic story. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm, I'm glad it made you happy, Simon. Thank you. It, it certainly <laughs> did. Have a good night, Reese. Thank you. You too. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. I just got an email. Somebody got into a fight with their partner's dad. That's not going to be easy to solve. Stay with me. That's next. You know that if you can't call me with your question, you can always email it to me 24-7 at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's the email tonight? All right. So this is a listener email from Alyssa that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alyssa. My boyfriend's dad and I got into a big argument on Thanksgiving and my boyfriend is upset with me. 
It started off as a light conversation, but then somehow politics got involved and it got really heated. I ended up saying that I didn't want to associate with people who think the way he does, and my boyfriend suggested I leave, so I did. I talked to him about it afterwards, and he wants me to apologize to his dad, but he said some things that really offended me, and I don't know what to do. What would you do in my situation? So basically, you go to dinner with your boyfriend and get into a fight with his father about political arguments. What do you do? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. What do you do if you go to dinner at your partner's family for Thanksgiving and the father and you get into a fight uh, because it's politically based and the boyfriend asks you to leave? That's what happened to my uh, listener who sent me that email, Alisa. And then she's wondering, should she apologize or not? The boyfriend says she should. Here's when it comes to politics and love what you should remember. What's more important to you? The love you have for your boyfriend or the value that you uh, share in politics and the way you see the world. Because it's really something key, I think, that if the love you have for your boyfriend is stronger than this argument with his father, then you should apologize to the father. Therefore, you can stay in a good relationship. Otherwise, the son is going to be in between. Or you decide, you know, the relationship is not worth it to compromise your values and your view politically. And I guess then you have to change boyfriends. It's one or the other. But please stay away from politics at family gathering. Any questions about love and relationship? Just call me 855-905-8255. What's the number you need to dial right now if you have a question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Call me. Tony, bonjour. What is going on? Bonjour, Simon. My girlfriend... She's got a, a really cool, like, temporary job, so she's going to be gone for about, uh, you know, three or four months um, mm-hmm. in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy at the job that she's at, and she's been, like, developing a really close, like, emotional relationship with him, it feels like. Like, they tell each other everything, and they, they talk about our relationship, and she's sort of been talking to me less and less. And she swears oh. it's, it's, like, not physical. It's nothing like that. And I trust her, but I, I just don't know how to feel. Like, I don't know if I should ask her to set boundaries with him or if that makes me uh, controlling, you know? All right, Tony. So what do you fear? So why not have the talk? Why keep this unspoken? What, what do you fear? Well, I don't want to be controlling, and I want to allow her to, you know, be her own person and have relationships with people who aren't, you know, women, just, you know, as friends and stuff. I applaud that, but there's something that, you know, if it was natural, then you would not call me about it. Something is bothering you in this, right? Something that makes you suffer. Yeah, there's something I can't put my finger on that feels different. Do you think that she likes this guy? Yeah. Okay. So then you have nothing to lose than to open this question. Hey, what is going on? You know, I feel in me something that maybe you're getting attached to him. Maybe you like him. And then you tell her that if that's the case, it's okay. You're not going to be mad. You're not going to be together. You can be friends. But you give her a chance to tell you the truth. And then you decide on the truth. Should you stay with her or should you not? And if she lies to you, hopefully not, but if she lies to you, you can ask her more questions. You can ask together to look at her phone. When you feel something, you've got to ask what's going on. It's not controlling. It's just being a boyfriend. Okay, that's actually like upsets my conscious clear a little bit about approaching her about it. Thank oh, you. totally. 
Go go for it nicely. But I mean, when we are partners, we owe each other to truth, and we also owe each other space to talk about everything. You know, you feel about it, and then you can tell her how would you feel if I had the same relationship with a woman, and then she'll understand how you feel. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Have a good talk and good luck to you. Thank you. You know, the question behind this call is really, how do you detect when somebody starts to have an emotional affair with somebody else? And I'll tell you that next. So stay with me. Imagine you're dating somebody and after a while, your partner at work uh, starts to develop a friendship with somebody of the opposite sex. And they start talking and describing what's going on in your relationship. It's kind of like in a soundboard, like kind of a shrink, kind of a friend. But then you start to wonder, is that all there is? That's exactly what happened to, to my last call with Tony. His, his girlfriend developed that work, some kind of connection with somebody. And then he thought she likes that person. Emotional affairs arrives and happens when there is a lack somewhere. So when you disconnect from your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your partner... And there is this unspoken, and you stop talking about everything, they're going to find somebody else to talk with. And that's when there's a chance, not always, but a chance for an emotional affair. It's not physical. They're going to tell you they're not cheating on you. But emotionally, are they cheating on you? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a relationship, yet had emotional connection to somebody else outside this relationship? I can tell you I have. Shame on me. But it's the truth. And how that started, it's because me and my girlfriend disconnected at one point. And I thought that if you don't have any romantic act with somebody else, it's not cheating, it's not an affair, it's a conversation. Later on in life, I understood it was also a side of having an affair because when you start developing feelings for somebody, that's when the affair starts. It doesn't have to be physical. And through conversations, we develop feelings. Just keep that in mind. I always said, don't do like me, do better than me. So learn from me. If you're in a relationship and you spend a big part of time messaging somebody else or deposit sex or just talking about your own relationship with a friend that you may have feelings for, you're developing an emotional attachment and that leads to emotional affair. And that is wrong. Uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. What is the number when you have a relationship question? 855-905-8255. Call me. Bonjour, Mike. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on? I have a, a girl that I've been talking to. She's an ex of mine from a few years ago. And recently we've been talking up a lot again. And now she tells me that she's interested in me, mm -hmm. but she's also dating somebody else. And she's not sure how serious she is with him. Mm -hmm. But I don't know where I, where I stand because she hasn't actually wanted to, to go out. But she keeps talking to me. And I just don't know how to deal with the situation because I am interested in her. But I have asked her out already. And she said, not at this time. Okay. So, um... Do I wait for her to make a decision? No, you don't wait for her to make a decision. That's the trap you're in. Okay, so basically... She plays, you know, two guys at the same time. Like, you know, she has an exit, that's you, and she has the, the present, that's him. But I don't think you in life you should wait forever uh, when there's such uncertainty. So what I would do, Mike, is I would say, listen, you know, if life, you know, put us together again, wonderful, but I can't talk to you and communicate and text with you anymore, you've got to give her the distance. 
I want her to miss you. I want her, if she's going to move, to make her move, not because you beg her to, not because you convince her to, just because it's you and she misses you. So the only strategy is called distance and frustration. Distance because no more text, no more communication, no more I miss you, no more I'm thinking of you, nothing. And the frustration... Do I just stop it entirely or do I you, tell you her have, that I'm no. not going to text her? Yeah, you, you're going you're to tell her. You're going to be very adult. You're going to say, listen, I've been thinking about it and I can't do that. It's not good for me. So I'm not going to communicate with you anymore. No more text, no more nothing. And um, if you're single again, you can hit me up. If I'm single, we'll get together or it's not meant to be. But I can't, you know, I don't want to be in somebody's shadow and I can't wait forever. So from now on, you know, just text me only if you're single and available. Otherwise, best of luck to you. Okay. That's, are you will, I think are you, that's pretty good advice, honestly. Can you, but can you do it? Can you promise me, Simon, I am going to do it and not crack on the pressure when she texts me and then I have to not text her back? Can you do that? Simon, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm, okay. I'm gonna try not to crack. It's that's gonna be hard, but I'm gonna it's, do it. It's the hardest. I've been in your shoes, buddy, so I understand. But it's it works. So good Thank luck you. to you. Be strong. Thank, Full distance. Thank you very much. Have a good night. All right. Have a good night. I just got an interesting question from my Instagram account at the Rendezvous Show from a woman who has a deep question about dating and love. Stay with me. We're gonna hear that question next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. You have a question, but you can't call me now or later. Just email me or DM me on my Instagram account at The Rendezvous Show. Trish, what's the DM tonight? All right. So this says, bonjour, Simon. Do you think Mm -hmm. it's better to try and search for love or to wait for love to find you? Should I be actively searching for a person to be with or waiting until someone comes into my life that I find endearing? On one hand, I don't want to be alone forever. On the other hand, I don't want to settle. What do you think, Simon? I like this question. Should you wait for love to find you or should you be very active searching for love? I'm going to answer that next. Stay with me. Life is made of choices, you know. So I just got a DM on my Instagram saying really basically, should I search for love or wait for love to search me? What do you think? It's both, really. You can't plan on finding love. Live your life fully. Meet people. Make friends. Remember this piece of advice from me. A lot of great stories start by a great friendship. So don't be so obsessed by finding love. Find your best friend. Find a friend. And if there is more feelings after that, it's on. Because I really more and more believe that we put too much emphasis on the romance at the beginning, not enough on the friendship and get to know each other. So go out. Have fun. And then always keep your eyes open for love and maybe love will find you or you'll find love. But remember, sometimes it starts as a friendship and ends as a beautiful love story. You call that next on The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? You call me. Bonjour, Samantha. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? So, you know, when you and your uh, your partner have a disagreement, mm-hmm. uh, but you happen to be like in a public place, um, how what's the best way to have an argument in like a restaurant or something without making other people aware that you're arguing? Is that something that just happened to you and your boyfriend? 
Yeah, kind of. We were like at a at a restaurant, and uh, we had some. It was a silly disagreement, but he was like, "I don't want to talk about this right now. There are tons of people around," and I'm like, "But you need to resolve the situation. So, what's the best way to do it?" So, there's some people who can speak very calmly and softly, and some people just can't. If you and your boyfriend can speak softly and listen to each other, it's never a problem. But if, Samantha, that one of you is a bit louder or one of you emotionally needs kind of like to express themselves in a more loud way, then I guess there is no way to do it in public. It's all about the tone and the softness of your voice and listening to each other. Do not press to solve the problem right away. Wait to be in your car, wait to be in the street, wait to go home. There's an old saying that says you should never wash dirty laundry in public, and I believe in it. It's really anything that comes to private fights should be resolved where no one else can hear it. Or you have the maturity and the tone of voice to be able to do it softly. Gotcha. Okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. Good luck to you. Thank you. Yes. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir and, and thank you for listening to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Thank you for spending the, the night with me every night. It's late, I know. And so thanks for sticking up with me. I want to finish this show with a little poll that I always you know, love giving the results that uh, this one was posted on my, uh, on my Twitter account, at Rendezvous Radio. The question was, would you be upset if your partner never posted about you on social media? Would you be upset if your partner never posted about you on social media, guess what? 31% of you voted yes, and 69% of you said no. Who cares? I can tell you one thing. I think once you're exclusive and at least a year together, it's a little strange if you never post anything. It's not a deal breaker, but once a year, a nice little picture. I think it's sweet and romantic. That will be my last thought for tonight. I'll be back tomorrow. Sweet dreams. Good night. Thank you for listening. Et à demain. Bonne nuit, les petits. The Rendezvous Show.